Just you, so we can see what we pick up here. That's fine. Um, so you have red zone, right? Which makes sense because the red zone is like a spot for football, right? Right. So of what course, it's a fantasy. What thing. would you call? What would you call? <laughs> what would you call the baseball version no, of red zone? NFL red zone. <laughs> yeah. What would I'm, you not, call I'm it? not sure. So the MLB Network has Quick Pitch is the name I would have used, but that's what they have. The warning track. Um, the warning track. No. No, because no, red zone is when like the whole idea. How is, about like, scoring position? Yeah. It's I feel it's like kind of bad, ain't it? Yeah, the scoring position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is I guess really it is, right? Uh, somebody being on third is the scoring position. Oh, whoa. Safe. safe. What if we call it what if we call it the suicide squeeze? No. S- that that ain't gonna get marketing material. Uh, it might be. <laughs> nah. All right. I'm MLB gonna... sponsor us. <laughs> yes, sponsor <laughs> us. By the way, for what it's worth, um yeah yesterday. Not yesterday at all. Well. What what when did we record? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we all had talked about having a franchise in a new location. Yeah, I don't. And a week later, a week <laughs> later, the MLB comes out and says, "Where should the new franchise?" Dude, we were on it. Yeah, we, we were, were on it. We Too were, bad we didn't uh, put it out there. Yeah, yeah. We're, sorry, we're I'm a lazy the, sack of crap. We're, were you feeling the beat of the uh, the MLB and the heartbeat of yeah, what they dude. were looking at doing next? We're so ahead of the game. Yeah. Yep, we really are. Oh, by the uh, side note, before we yep. really get into whatever we're going to get into, um, did you guys see that Oakland? Oakland, baby. Moving to Vegas. $1.5 billion yeah. stadium planned to be opened by 2027. 2027 so, so we to were Las talking Vegas. About this, uh, before you, you, sh- you got here, uh, we were talking about the fact that um, the current lease that the A's have right now at ends the Coliseum in, ends at in 24. Yes. So that means they're probably going to play at a minor league stadium. Yeah. Until well, the Coliseum's disgusting. Oh yeah, the Coliseum's yeah. disgusting. But it's not like any of the fans are going to show up really, probably anyway, to the right. minor league stadium. I guess unless the fans of like the minor league team show up well, to so the big league games too. But here's my question: Do they continue to play in um in a minor league s- team? In the Oakland area, or do they go out preemptively and start in their their new market in in Vegas after they're done their lease in the Coliseum? Do they go? Nick, just be careful. You are breathing heavy into that <laughs> microphone. <Am I>? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's talking. It's like it sounds like a cop looking no, at no, donuts. You're no. just like, <laughs> <sighs> wow. <sighs> um, man, they got that serious. Chomping, okay. at, chomping at the bit to give your answer. <laughs> but right. do we? Do we do you see them going to the new franchise market of Vegas? Explore that, figure that out, you know, try to try to explore what that entails for them in the minor league stadiums in Vegas. Or do they decide to stay in the Oakland area and play in the minor league stadium in that in that market where they're currently at? Until the until the stadium in Vegas is ready. I think the easiest thing to do is to move to your affiliate stadium. Yeah. Right. Would be the easiest thing to do. I I don't know where their minor league system is located, though. Like, I I don't know if it's in the California area. Well, there's minor league affiliates in Vegas. Right. That's. Yeah. But I don't know if it's theirs. I don't know if it's their minor league affiliate. No, no. Yeah. But they, you know, they're they're going to at this point have to make some sort of deal to be able to find a place to to be. Yeah. Listen, the Coliseum is disgusting, by the way. Like the Coliseum. Uh, numerous times has been uh, talked about with rats and cats and the uh, home. possum. 
It would be the home of the AAA Las Vegas Aviators. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is yeah. in Vegas. Okay, yeah, yeah. I so didn't realize. That would be yeah, the, the prime to. location for them to choose to go yeah. to for that. So, there you go. So, then more than likely, uh, into a minor league stadium in the Vegas market, be able to kind of test out what um, – you know what what's going to work for them their new you know their new fan base right being able to kind of interact with them um and then the other question i had for that for you guys is where do you think um where do you think that that fan base is going to go oh first off i i want to say a couple things about the oakland fan base yeah i don't i don't think i feel like they're close enough to vegas to just they might be but i, I don't like, think I mean, anything going on i feel like the raiders fault. fans from oakland are still like they're still making that commute to yeah, Vegas. But we're talking about a difference between the NFL and the MLB here, right? That's fair. True. They're, that is fair. Uh, that is fair. When we're talking about the NFL, different, different Oakland, you there. know, it's it's a MLB, different animal. MLB is one of the most I think, segregated sports in the sense that like yeah. you're very homegrown fans. Like you yeah. can be an NFL fan because it's one game a week on national television. Like when you're playing four, five, six games a week, you're not playing that many. But when you're yeah. playing Hundred and some odd, hundred and sixty-two games in between April and October. Right, like you have, you it's have a six-month period. You have fans that are are you know obviously very localized. You know you're not right. you're not finding a lot of fans of certain teams outside of local areas because of the fact that you know your athletics games, your Angels games uh, before you know, Otani and, and Trout, your your Rockies games, they're not being nationally televised. Like, it, it's just not what happens. So your fans are going to be very localized. So to your point, Jeff, yep. I don't know how well they travel. I will say, though, as I was uh, starting to say a second ago, I don't think anything going on in Oakland is the fans' fault. Oakland has no. a great fan base. Their, their fans are devout, like, to no end. The right. biggest problem, though, is – and I, I was actually watching something the other day on uh, the Moneyball and how Moneyball kind of screwed the A's over, right? Because you, you get these players that come up through your system or, um, you know, that you have on your roster that become all-stars. And the A's first move is always trade them and get new. And the problem is, is when you're a fan of a team that's on the up and up and you don't put money out for these all-stars, for these players – What's a fan supposed to do? You you can't you can't get a jersey of of a player because you know by the time you you get their jersey they're gone. By the time right. they're they're a good player they're out the door. Too many times that's happened with too, me with the New York Rangers. Yes, yes, <laughs> dude. Too many too many times has it happened with the A's and the fans are just distraught by it. And, and I feel for them. And a lot of people will be like, oh look at this look at this fan base. Nobody wants to be at these games. And it's not that. It's just the ownership cries broke. And then now is making a bid for a $1.5 billion yep. stadium in Las Vegas. Why? Because, oh, well, they don't care about us here in Oakland. It's like, ah, I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I saw a video yesterday or this afternoon of, um, I believe it was during the 2018 season, the year that the A's went to the playoffs or whatever, and yeah. I can't remember who their closer was that year, but he had a, a rager of a song as his, like, you know, come-in song, and – Everybody in the stands. I mean, the the Coliseum was full, and everybody was banging their heads, fist pumping, like raging in the stand. And it was, dude, it was awesome. It was so cool. And you don't see that anymore because the team is just just doesn't care. Yeah. It's it's awful. Yeah. It really is awful to see. 
Um, also, just for our listeners who may have heard us last week or two weeks ago when we did our first uh, segment, <clears throat> I don't think we put it up yet. But yeah, yeah. well, uh, we do put it up. Well, yeah, n- no. So but it's you- it's it's already. Did you like, put it up? No, not yet. Oh, so okay. we needed to figure out. So if anybody is going to listen to this, if we can get this up somewhere where like we don't have to, they'll be here. The problem with the website that we want to u- that I wanted to use, okay, is that we have to put the name of it and like what the website link is because it gives us like uh, the yeah, website yeah. is rss.com slash and then we have to put the name or right, right, right. right. Yeah. Once you do that. You cannot change it, right? So we got to. Oh, so gotcha. we so got to yeah. figure out <laughs> if we're name. changing the name of the podcast. That's right. Okay, uh, that was a hell of a stop. Uh, what? The- <laughs> yeah, so, so I wanted to. I wanted to point this that out. That was last, fantastic. Last time we recorded the podcast, we were watching um, Kansas City Royals versus. Come on, you could do it. I want to <laughs> say Toronto Blue Jays. Yes, it was. Okay, it was Kansas and this City Toronto. Week, we are watching, watching the, the Phillies game. Yes, yeah, so we're the Phillies are playing the Rockies. Colorado Rockies yes. at home in Philadelphia. Yes. So for They're those currently losing three nothing. Now yeah. nobody nobody's listening yet, but for those who do listen or take a listen or whatever, um, this is going to be one of the most laid back, one of the most unconventional podcasts <laughs> that yeah. I think is out on the market. So currently, right now, not that anybody can see it, but so people know. We are out in Jeff's backyard. We are sitting under our umbrella, watching the game, drinking IPAs. Uh, yeah. And we have uh, a friend with us today. Harsh is here. Say hi, Harsh. Great success. Uh, yes, uh, he hopes our podcast will be a great success. Uh, so, so yeah, so anyway, uh, back to the subject at hand here. Yeah. I think Las Vegas is a good move for the Oakland Athletics honestly. Yeah, it it is. It's just it's it's crappy that they, you know, the owner the ownership tries to, you know, make it about the fans, but at the same time he's done nothing to help the fan experience in the last 20 years and Correct. And that's, yep. you know, one of the the biggest problems, but hopefully the move does help them and brings more traffic to the A's and you know they have they have such a rich history in the in the game of baseball. So you yeah. want to see them stay around, and you don't you know you don't want to see them move. But if it's what's gonna help them, I mean, you look at you know the Raiders. Yep, that's one example. You, I mean their their crowds have definitely been on the rise. And then also with uh, the the Golden Knights. I mean, what the Golden Knights have done for Vegas in terms of sports yeah. is incredible. Vegas too. Vegas has become a a better sports town than I anticipated. Yep. <laughs> oh, Nick, I'm sorry. I just I saw <laughs> I saw yeah. so Nick's looking yeah. for the side and made yeah. a face. Um, no, so Vegas Vegas has done wonders for the sports world, which I, I actually am surprised by. I did not expect yeah. Vegas to have such a rich fan base, but they do. They they really do. They're a city that embraced the teams with open arms. Uh, to your point, though, Nick, I think the move is great for uh, Oakland and for the A's, and it will you know generate revenue and all that but I do think the fans are the ones that always get screwed in these moves I I think it's the fans that get affected because you know the owners are always looking for that next big paycheck and Vegas is it don't get me wrong like Vegas is going to bring in the fans Vegas is going to bring in uh, a lot of traction for the sport of baseball and it's a good move overall but the Oakland fans are getting screwed and I don't care to see that but I agree 
I got I got one more question to round out or talk about the A's before we go into some predictions and stuff. Okay. Right. Uh, our two week late predictions or three? How, uh, how many? Whatever. How many weeks we're, are we in the season? Doing, three weeks. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're almost a month in. Actually, we're yeah, almost yeah. a month in. So yeah. our one month predictions after one month, yeah, where we'll, we see the one month the play. season shaking out. Um. Okay. So to round it out, though, uh, I personally have not gotten the chance. So maybe you guys can educate me. So I know that there's talk about the stadium, right? <clears throat> Remind me, was it an indoor or outdoor stadium? The Coliseum? No, the new stadium that's going up in Vegas. Oh, um, I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen plans so, or anything so for it. So the question is, is if it is an outdoor stadium, it can't be. There's no way it can be. How? How? <laughs> it's going to yeah. be 105. There's uh, no exactly, way. Exactly. It, you think about those late summer games. Yeah, there's late no way. July and August. There's got to be. I'm to assume that it's an indoor. So if it's another indoor ballpark, right? Mm-hmm. As, as we've seen many new different retractable roof ballpark. There it is. All right. So oh, so retractable roof. Okay. So like a Miami yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, just like Miami. All right. So if we're seeing another Miami ballpark, what do we? Uh, do we think that there's? Uh, how do you think that's going to affect them, as far as games that are being played for both the Athletics uh, at home? When they play in the stadium and then for competing outside teams coming for away teams playing in this market now. Because we've seen we've seen how uh, when, you know, uh, really the only thing that we can compare to is obviously the Raiders when they moved into the Vegas market, right, and playing in a uh, that sort of stadium. And, mm-hmm. you know, what it feels like, um, you know, the, the real question is, and, you know, the players have always talked highly about it in the different ballparks that they've played in and how that really affects their competitive edge when they're playing games, you know, especially when they're having longer games where it's low scoring. Um, you know, uh, do we think that that players are going to have an advantage coming into the Vegas market or do we think that that uh, this is going to be a, uh, a disadvantage for away teams coming in? Do you think that they're going to be uh, like in, like in the uh, Vegas market as a whole? I, I think I think what it comes down to is the game of baseball. And, and I know that sounds silly, but, like, when you go and play the game, you know, I don't think I don't think the the stadium affects the game of baseball as much as it does, say, football or other right. outdoor sports because of the fact that, like, it, it, it's just baseball. Like, there are some anomalies that you can't get over, like in like Colorado, the air's thinner, the ball travels more. Yeah, or course. if you go to Detroit, right, like the fences are so far that just not a lot of home runs are hit. Right. There are certain things you, you can't get over due to certain ballparks, but right. I, I really don't think indoors, outdoors makes a huge, huge difference Right. Um, until you really get into, like, the postseason. Right. Because if you're playing in a place like Colorado or Minnesota, in the – September, October, yeah. yeah, that makes a difference. Yeah, right? When a you're in, difference, when you're right. in Colorado in October, right, and and it could be forty degrees, and now you're trying to play a ball game. Yeah, that that's a home Sucks. field advantage. But for the middle of July games, I, yeah, dome, no dome, I, I don't really think it makes a difference. Now, what I will say though is, I do think domes give you a volume advantage. Right, like. The yes. louder the crowd is, it gives you a volume right. advantage. However, Houston, Houston's yeah, loud Houston. as ever. Right, so that's why that's what I mean. What I'm saying, playing playing in a domed, you know, state uh, domed ballpark in late July, you know, we're, we're looking at you know good turnouts because you're gonna have you're gonna have a good turnout. Um, 
during the the summer months, right? You know, you have you have people coming into Vegas because it's you know you're having a tourist att- attraction, right? Like this is this is like you're it's not, new, you're, right? You're people don't want to come, yeah. And it's a new stadium. I know there was a large amount of influx of people who were first time NFL fans who came into the Raiders' new stadium when it was put up to uh, just to experience it and experience what they were offering. I know, I, I if I had to just you know assume out of the gate. Uh, just based off of how they treated um, the NFL stadium being put up, there's probably a club bar, probably some sort of club that's gonna probably gonna wind up going oh, into probably. their stadium, right? So these are things that are gonna come and have their own part to play into uh, into those you know closed dome months, right? Where the volume is gonna have a huge effect, right? Yeah, I I, I don't think like I said, I don't think it matters too much until you get to the end of the season wild right. card round postseason, like. That's when I think domes and like stadium presence makes a right. difference. But you saw what Philly was able to do with an open air stadium. I mean, that oh, place was wow. shaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that's. I think that that's an anomaly, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're going to see that for every open air stadium. Yeah, right? that's fair. You know, I, I, I um, think baseball. Like I said, I, I, I don't think the stadium makes as big of a difference in baseball right. as much as it does in say football. Like, you go right. to somewhere like Arrowhead or right. Green Bay. You know the Seattle, Seattle, like those Minnesota, those stadiums make a difference. Minnesota, although they get help because it's like all glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get help right, right, from right. that, but even nonetheless, still, nonetheless, I, I, to your point, Jeff. Yep. I don't know if it's going to be that crazy of an environment, but we'll see. I mean, look what the Knights were able to do in the NHL in their first year. You know, I mean, they were able yeah. to make a wonderful. Uh, fan experience, a right. wonderful stadium experience, and a good home atmosphere. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, all right. So moving on from there, uh, I want to want to take us to predictions. So we're like you said, Matt. We're uh, a month into we're the season. a month into the season. We've watched already a large amount of games been played, seen some injuries, seen some movement as far as position play. You know, we're we're seeing where everybody's kind of filling out. We're seeing how people's. Uh, the, you know, their bullpen is filling out for as far as people that they're liking to pull. We're seeing some adjustments that are happening there as well. So I want to gauge what you guys are thinking for as far as, uh, you know, postseason predictions based off of that. So we'll start with um, – I guess we start with the uh, the divisions, right? Well, I was going to say, I was gonna yeah, say yeah, division who's, winners. Who's National then, League and, and then American wild League. card teams. Yeah. And then uh, if you want to throw in there when you're doing the uh, – National and American League victors, who you're predicting, you maybe even want to throw a World Series. Uh, Interesting. In okay, you know, it's it's up to you. And then uh, just going down for standings after that. So I guess I guess we'll start with the division we all care about the most, um, the NL East. Yeah. Right. Is a division obviously the three of us care about more so than than the others. Yes. So Nick, I'll start with you. Who you have winning your division? I have the Braves winning. Oh, do you? I do. Wow. I, do. I just think I think the Braves are just overall. I think the Mets missed a couple things that they needed to get at yep. the deadline. I don't think picking up Tommy Pham <laughs> was one of the things <laughs> yeah. we needed to do. Um, there were some better bats available, you know, in the off season and free agency, and I think uh, our bullpen took a giant hit with losing Edwin Diaz. That's you know that's going to kill us now. David Robertson looks fantastic for us so far looks this great. year. He looked a little shaky the other night. He almost wasn't able to close out 
that one inning, but uh, he got out of it. Yep. Um, but, you know, David Robertson's been very good for us so far, so I can't really complain about him. Um, but I just think the Braves are just built a little bit better. I'm worried a little bit about, our, you know, rotation. Um, I hope Max Scherzer wins his appeal. Um, because <laughs> no, that's, I thought he said he wasn't appealing it. No, he said he was appealing it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he was absolutely appealing it. He said that right from the start. Um, and he's not going to be able – or he's he's going to be able to play okay. until the appeal process is done. So yeah. it's not going to take effect until that's done. Yeah. Um, but he was so adamant that it was just sweat and rosin. And like he said, I washed off in front of an MLB official. I would have to be stupid – to go back out there after being checked and changing gloves three times that like to do that. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not stupid, but anyway, um, I do have <laughs> the Braves winning it. I just think they're a, a more well-built overall team. Um, you know, right now, now how do you it, have it funneling the rest of the way? So Mets, Phillies Marlins, is that your, yes, Mets yeah. Phillies. Hold on. Yeah. Take a look at that. <laughs> well, let me, let me check. I wrote what? it down in my uh, my little for, my for notes for this episode, but let um, me just make sure that you're forgetting uh, the Nationals. <laughs> oh yeah, well, nobody cares about the no, Nationals. <laughs> we know we know the Nationals. nationals are fifth. That's, so, so that's a given that yeah, the Nationals are fifth. Throwing the Nationals. Um, yes, I have it. Braves, Mets, Phillies, Marlins, Nats, and then Nats at the bottom. Yep. So I listen. I I'm going to agree with you. Um, I do think the Braves are the most complete team in the division. Yeah. I do think the Mets will give them a run for their money. See, the, the Mets' biggest problem they have currently is the fact that their pitching rotation is just disastrous right now. Old. And, uh, well, I mean, they are old, <laughs> but disastrous in the sense that there's a lot of injuries on it. Yeah. You know, their rotation hasn't been regular uh, at all this season. So I, I do think the Mets will give the Braves a run for their money. Yeah. But I don't see... The Mets pulling away with this division, like you said, Nick. The Braves are the most complete team overall. Yeah, and yes, that was a perfect. That was a perfect game, by the way. Until yes, that and moment, that play. Yes, that play ruined the perfect game this afternoon. Uh, Jeff, the NL East. Who do you okay. have? What do you so have? So I am for you guys. I think we're all in agreement for the Braves being the most complete team. They're going to be sitting at number one for the NL East. I think, however, I'm in disagreement with the two of you guys. I think. The Mets are sitting at number three. You're putting the, the Phillies, Phillies at number two. Oh, that's a homie call. Uh, hear me I out. I mean, you could say that for either either way there. Yeah, I, I actually think the Marlins – listen, the Marlins could probably take that third spot too. They don't look so bad so far. They're, they're not bad. I, I think uh, – I'm going to give the, the Phillies some credit, you know, as we're seeing them play tonight. And on, um, the, they're off to a – the Phillies are still kind of off to a crappy start. Yeah, they're not they're, they're, they're not on a good track at the moment. Right, they're, and they're, they're still like, figuring it They're just kind of average right now. They yeah. caught back up to being average after being very not good for the first – True, yeah. but when Bryce have. Harper comes back, if they get right. him to play we're, first we're base, playing. get get the bat in the lineup, that does help a little bit. Even if I they think don't if Nola first, starts getting himself together. They play him DH. Yeah, yeah, they, that's they, true. You play him DH, you, you, you got that as well. That's you know that's another perk that they can have for him uh, if they're concerned about you know some of the weeks or matchups that that first baseman spot is not going to be uh, fulfilling for him. So I think I think they got some good opportunities there. I think we saw some great uh, great newcomers coming into the Phillies that are showing some real promise. Uh, I think they're trying to figure out the bullpen. So we'll see what they continue to do with that as they kind of progress through the season. They're always. Um, 
I hate to say they always seem to be like a mid-season, late-season team that really comes into their own towards the mid-season point. So this is not unlike their previous runs where uh, that beginning of the season was a little bit rough for them. So I think I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and see them at number two with the Braves being number one, Mets number three, Marlins number four, and Washington obviously number five. Yeah, I think Washington falls right to the bottom there. All right, so we'll take a trip to the West Coast. Uh, the NL West, which has been very surprising so far this yeah. year, with the Diamondbacks in first place, now only by a game and a half. I mean, it's not. And a month into the season. And a month, yeah, no, no, and a month into the season. Don't, listen, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not looking at it in that way. But, Nick, I guess we'll start with you again. Who did you have winning your NL West? Um, so my NL West, uh, I do have still the Dodgers. Really? The yes, Dodgers. I do still have right. the Dodgers winning the NL West. Okay. Um, and I have them barely beating out the Padres by like three or four games. Okay. Um, I feel like that's going to be very close all year long, just because those series between the Dodgers and the Padres are always a good series. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. they always play close baseball, and I'm pretty sure they almost always end up in playing a rubber match to figure out who decides and wins that series. Yeah. Um, so after that, then I have the D-backs. Wait, yes. wait, wait. So you're, so you're I having... had the D-backs. I started working on this mid-podcast last uh, time. Okay. This is now I believe in their farm system because I think they have one of the best farm systems in baseball. It's just a matter of getting them up. Um if I'm going to be real with you, Corbin Carroll is on my MLB the show like <laughs> franchise oh team. God. That kid is an absolute stud. So like That's he funny. he steals bases. He hits for contact. He fields very well. And that's just me going off of MLB The Show. But then, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I don't know. The, and I believe in um, Zach Allen. I feel like he's yep. a serious Cy Young candidate in the NL. Um, I don't know that he's going to win it just because the NL has some serious talent. Yeah. Um, but I, I really do think I really do think Zach Allen is an absolute stud from the University of South Carolina. Yep. Um, and then of course Cattell Marte, if he comes back to his his normal form, that that dude is, you know, twenty five home run, thirty double guy a year, yeah. you know, ninety plus RBIs with good defense, um, and who can play infield and outfield. Yep. So you know he's he's just he could be very good. So. Um, but then after the D-backs, then I would have uh, Giants, and then I have the Rockies. Um, so okay. you, so so your order is Dodgers, Dodgers, Padres, D-backs, Giants. Rockies. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way you so, phrased it, I thought you said Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks, Padres, and I was like, wait a minute, Dodgers, Dodgers by only like four games. Okay. okay. I got the Padres, Padres and then Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Diamondbacks. I could see maybe. Maybe fighting to get into that playoff, like last the third yeah. wild card spot. Yeah. yeah, but I think they fall short. They're not in my playoff. They don't make it. In they're my young. I, I think that plays. Yeah, they're I, very young. I think that plays in is is being young, being inexperienced. You know that that is something that as September baseball comes around, yeah. you know, not having that experience does affect you. You know, it it does play a factor, which is actually one of the reasons, to your point, Jeff. Uh, a little bit ago about yep. the Phillies coming into midseason form, literally in the midseason. Right, that is something that is to you know to look out for the Phillies when it comes to be important baseball. May be able to turn it up. I mean, they were there, they played it, 
they understand how to get back or how to get to a World Series. Therefore, they know they can get back. You know, right. that belief is still there. Um, to you, Nick, everything, uh, everything you said I agree with, except for the fact of the Dodgers and the Padres, I'd flip. I, I do think the Padres come through division winner, not by many games, five at most, I would think. Um, I just think that lineup is jam-packed, and them going out this year and getting Bogarts, and uh, last year at the trade deadline, getting Soto, I, I just think this team is is stacked. Speaking of Soto, he is looking not like himself so far no, this year. Have he, you looked at his... his we'll, see, we'll see what happens. His, yeah. his stance is funky. I mean, it's always been, but he just... You're right. He doesn't look like himself yet, but it's long. It's a long season, and, and I think the Padres have enough talent to get themselves over that hump, over the Dodgers hump. Yeah. Because, like the little brother they've been for the last two, three years, what have you, I think this is their year to finally step up and say, hey, this is our division. We're going to win this division. And you saw in the playoffs last year, they were able to pull it through and beat the Dodgers in a series. Like, so this is, this is Juan Soto, right? Okay. This kid, over his career... Oh boy. Is batting 283. Okay. With a 422 on base, 522 slugging, and a 944 OPS as a 24 year old. That's absurd. This That's kid crazy. is ridiculous. This year, to start the season, he's batting 183. 183 with a 363 on base. So his on base is still good. And his slugging has way went down. He's still got four dingers, though. Yes, he still has four home runs, but his slugging... <laughs> Not that that matters to his average. It just looks like he's losing some pop, or he yeah. lost some pop in that bat, and it's like something's weird about his swing, his yeah. stance, or something's going on with fundamentals or mechanics, and they need to they need to figure out what's going on because that's a huge piece in that lineup that needs to be... That's no, a huge. That's a big left-handed bat. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I, it's April. It's April because 21st. he's not. He's not the best in the field either. No, that's true. No, but it's Juan listen, Sada, Yeah, he because I mean, he's, not. he's got a pretty good arm though. Listen, it's he's April, got a good arm, but it's April twenty-first. I mean, if if his average isn't north of two twenty by the end of May, like if if we're at May twenty-first or June twenty-first, and his average is still below like two two twenty-five. Then I would be like, okay, if we hey, want him to get back to form, his average should be above two fifty. I understand, but I'm just saying at an MLB average, Juan Soto is not average, <laughs> but at an MLB average, right, a two twenty five, two thirty five, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take it. He's got pop. He can hit. I'll pop, take the two thirty five if he's getting on base. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. And it's not like he. It's not like he's he chases a lot. I mean, he he does have a good approach. You know, it's not like he's he's always going for craziness. Right. So, if he by you know the end of May, middle of June is still hitting in the two hundred range, then I'll start to worry. But for now, I'm I'm not too worried about it. But go ahead, Jeff. What do you got? What is your NL West predictions? You guys are gonna be uh, a little bit cockeyed looking at me for this. I, <laughs> oh boy! Um, <laughs> oh boy! So, so for Jeff's got the Giants <laughs> winning no, the division. No! 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 Uh, I think it's my lower half that you guys might be surprised on. That's that's all. Oh, okay. Um, so I s starting out, I got the Padres coming in first. Cool. There definitely go to pick. 
Dodgers coming in second. Now here's where you're gonna get a little confused. I got the Giants coming in third. Really? So I I, I want to say it's almost you know that same midseason form with the Giants. You know they're having some real trouble right now, but I want to see that they possibly come through. And I I want to I'm gonna assume maybe uh, the Diamondbacks might have some trouble postseason or not postseason uh, post towards the uh, later half of the season form. Uh, they have some harder teams away in some uh, some not nice uh, stadiums for as far as playing wise. Um, so I think that they're going to have some trouble on the road. Um, so I'm looking at I'm looking at the Giants actually being able to take that uh, the number three spot, and then uh, obviously Diamondbacks number four, and the Rockies and then the Rockies five. at the bottom. Yeah, I, I feel bad. Yeah, watch uh, them play tonight. As the Rockies are winning tonight and did win yesterday, by the way. Yeah, I. Uh, because the Phillies can't seem to find their form, yeah. but I, I feel bad for the Rockies. Uh, they had a stint there for a while where, you know, they were kind of in the mix and and you yep. felt good about them. But man, oh man, it's just tough for them to find really anything, especially early. I think they went on a what a nine game losing streak like right, right off the jump. So tough, so but you know, so that's that's the nature of baseball, right? Everything comes in streaks. Uh, Nicholas, all right, the Central, the NL Central. Now, this division, I might surprise you guys here. I'm going out on a hard limb, okay? A Go real ahead. hard limb here. Let me just let me just prop my feet up first. <laughs> let's, see, let's see what you got. All right. I'm curious, so, I'm ahead, curious maybe we made the same pick here. Go ahead. What do you got? Um, So, I'm rocking with the Brewers in first. Okay. Hey, there's where I'm at as well. Brewers are just their pitching factory. They, They've always been, though. Yes. Now. Yeah. Uh, who is it? Is it uh, Corbin Burns who's going into that contract thing, or is it Brandon Woodruff? I believe it's Burns. Um, who's going into the contract thing, and they're not offering him the money that he rightly deserves. Yeah. Um, <coughs> uh, pardon me. Um, but I got the Brewers coming in there. Um, at number one? At number one. Now. Give it to me. I know what you're thinking. Come on. I'm going Cubs at two. Uh, okay. <laughs> there you okay. Go. Good. Uh, I, I'm here for that. Not not what I was yep. expecting I'm there, going, but I'm, I'm here go, for I'm it. I'm going Cubs at two. I don't think I. And then Cardinals at three. I All I right. think you think Pittsburgh's gonna drop uh, that far? I do. Now O'Neill Cruz being hurt. That's okay. A, that's fair. a big thing that h- hurts them. Another thing too. Um, uh, who is it? Brian Reynolds, his thing with his contract. Yep. That might hurt morale being around there. I'm not sure how that's going to play out. Also, Andrew McCutcheon, he's he's old. old. He can't keep the pace up, I don't think, for forever the way he's playing right now. Fair. Um, key Brian Hayes, outstanding on defense. Okay. But until he starts hitting for more pop. Yeah. And really doing more damage on the bases, more than just hitting singles and sealing the bases. Like you got to, you know, score runners, hit RB, you know, hit hit ribbies and stuff. Yep. Um, but after uh, after the Cardinals, then I'd hit the Pirates, and then I hit the Reds. So disrespectful. Kay. To what? The Reds? <laughs> no, no, the Reds suck. Okay. I just wanted to verify to the, that. Disrespectful to the Pirates, okay? The Pirates faithful are looking at you in shame, okay? With such a hot start. Listen, this, is, this is my lineup here. I, I think Milwaukee takes a division. That's easy. Yes. Uh, that's easy money. Like you said, a pitching factory. 
I, I think they have obviously the best rotation, and and I think they are the best team in this division. I don't want to say by far because I do think the Cubs can keep up, but I, I think the Brewers kind of run away with this division now. In second place, I'm I'm also going to put the Cubs. I okay. really I really wanted to put the Pirates there, but to your point, with Cruz being hurt and Stroman looks very good so far this year. Yes, which yes, I he hate does. because I can't stand Marcus Stroman as a person. Stroman <laughs> Stroman does look great. I, I I will put the Cubs there. I. I actually think Cubs baseball is good for the league. I, yeah, I love absolutely. when the Cubs are good. Um, and I would love to see the Cubs and the Brewers fight it out towards the end of the season uh, for that top division spot. Now, I do believe whoever is in second place in this division yeah. is going to find their way into the wild card game. Um, I, I actually think from the NL, it's going to be one of each. I okay. think it's going to be second place from any of these divisions is going to find their way into uh, the wild card. Right. I don't think the divisions are deep enough to have two teams or even all three from one division. I think second place from these divisions is going to find their way through. Yep. Uh, so I do think the Cubs find their way into the postseason. I'm going to put Pittsburgh three just because um, I have a soft spot for Pittsburgh. Uh, I love their fan base. I love I love that city. Uh, my dad is a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so uh, I have a soft spot for them. I'd really like to see them hang on to the start that they've had because they've been playing phenomenal. Um, but I don't know with Cruz being out uh, and being out for a while, I think that does take a huge bat out of the lineup. Um, and like we talked about last time, which yeah. isn't up yet, but a team like Pittsburgh doesn't have the star power that a team like San Diego or L.A. has, you know? Right, right, right. Um, and then I think St. Louis and Cincinnati fall uh, to the last two spots yeah. as they currently are. I, I think I think I'm with you there. I think I got Brewers sitting at number one. I got the Cubs sitting at number two. I got Pittsburgh sitting at number three. And to point out, you had brought up McCutcheon. Yes, I love that guy. By McCutcheon the way, McCutcheon is older. Oh yeah, I love. But I, I love Andrew McCutcheon. He, he brings an energy to the ball house that is no other. It was talked about when he was the with ball the Philly. house. It's I, so nice to see him home. By the way, I, I yeah, like oh, yeah. that. I like that. The ball but house. He, but he he uh, he brought an energy to the Phillies when he was playing with them, and it was not you know not it was definitely noticed within the locker room. So I definitely think that he's going to bring an energy and has been bringing an energy being back now in Pittsburgh that is going to continue to help motivate them, especially when they have those tough games. So I definitely see them as sitting at number three. I see uh, – I, I think I'm going to be a little bit off for you guys. I see uh, I see the Reds at number four. Whoa, you see the Reds coming up? I see the Reds coming up, and St. Louis taking a fall to the bottom. Um, now, I only I, say I that. couldn't be further opposite of that. The Reds, <laughs> I the agree Reds with it. Are, I think he's stretching in a full, like, shutdown, teardown, rebuild. Right. They're, they're in their rebuild, right? And Listen, so, Jeff's reaching here, but I'm here for it. No, no, this is so, good radio. So, <laughs> so, so hear, hear me out. So, yes, we're aware the Reds are most likely, like many of the teams that are predicted in the fifth spot right now, going through that process of rebuild. They got some getting rid of some contracts that they have up, trying to bring in new talent, trying to bring in maybe if they can afford to make some deals, bring in some maybe some star power in other places in the uh, the NL or the AL. So I think I think the Reds 
are in a spot where they're working to try to figure that out, and I think that they're going to possibly try to do that before the end of the season. And I think that's what's going to help them bring them uh, out of that five spot to the four spot for as far as the end of the season here. I think they're going to be able to bring somebody in to help them offensively, right? Or, even better, somebody to help them in the uh, the bullpen. You know, I think they're 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 eyeing to bring in one more person to bring in to assist for uh, for that. So I, I definitely see the uh, Reds coming in at number four and St. Louis at number five there. All right. Well, we'll definitely have to keep an eye on that. We'll definitely have to keep an eye on that. I think Jeff's taking a step way way out there. But hey, I've seen Jeff. crazier happen. Are you still high from 420 <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> All right, well, while we're while we're on the NL, I think we uh, should just go for the awards. So, Nick, your Cy Young winner. Let's. Uh, oh boy. Let's go for this. Drum oh wait, before oh. we go on to that, um, what is your playoff standing? So who are your who are your wild yeah, I was card teams? Say, wait, yeah, I was yeah, say, wait, so let's, let's my wild card teams are. Hold on. Do, 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 do for do National League, yeah, it'd be three, three four, cards. five, and six. Yeah. Um, so my f- four wild card teams would be the Brewers, the Mets, the Padres, and the Cubs. You have the Brewers as a wild card team? Yes, because I have the Braves and the Dodgers winning the most games. Okay. Isn't it one division winner? No, because there's two division winners that get a bye. Oh, 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 you're talking about first round. Yeah, first round. I, I'm no, just no, talking no, about your three wild the, the card three teams. Wild like, cards what are your three wild card teams that made it so in? Who's who's from one each? There's four wild card teams. There's there's three for the, the AL. Bracket. There's three the there's three for the AL, about? there's three for the NL. Yes, no, no. I okay, I understand what you're saying here, but what I'm asking you is what I'm asking you is no. is Okay, I see what you're saying. So your your wild card teams are the Mets, the Cubs, and the Padres. Okay, yeah, that's your wild card. Yeah, okay, so that that just <laughs> okay, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's fine. It was just because I I, I see the way you're yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. talking about first round first matchups. Round, okay. yeah, you're first round. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm true. talking about just your wild card. Team, okay, like the teams gotcha. That yeah. made themselves so that's in. so the Mets, the Cubs. Yeah, the Mets, the Mets, the Cubs, and the uh, Padres. And the but Padres. The, it's in order: Mets, Padres, Cubs. Okay. So I agree with all of that. I, I think it's Mets, Cubs. Mine's just the Dodgers over the Padres, which we had talked about. Yeah. Okay. So I think the Dodgers are that other wild card team, probably the first wild card team. I, I would have to say, but yeah, again, that division go either way: Padres or Dodgers, really. Uh, who else? Uh, who else? Who do you got for? Uh, is that? Yeah, the yeah, Mets, the Cubs, and then the Dodgers. No, no, for, for you, for your wild. Yeah, those yeah. are your three. Yeah, yeah those are okay. my three. So for my three, I got uh, I got the Phillies, the Mets, and the Dodgers. So you have two coming out of the East. Yes, I have two coming out of the East. I feel as like a the, wild card. So you're so you cards. think the Phillies? You think say that again? You so, have the Mets, so, the the Phillies, and the Dodgers. Dodgers, right? So, so if you, okay, so if you the think Dodgers the Dodgers come in come in second for as far as that, and I think if um for the NL East, the Braves take it. Okay, so you so you have the second place central not making it through. Yes. Okay. I, yeah. I, I definitely think that there's I think there's a lot of competitiveness there, but I don't think that uh I don't think they're gonna be able to make a play for that wild card. I think that you can get two NL East teams out. 
Okay. I, I, I think the Phillies are going to. I think the Phillies are going to struggle for that third wild card spot, but uh, know, we'll maybe see. it'll definitely be a race towards the end. Nick, Cy Young, NL Cy Young, who's your winner? Oh, did we say who we had winning divisions? We just said oh, wild. Yeah. We just said wild no, no, cards. You we didn't, didn't say you one, didn't two, say and three. No, no, no. National League overall. He's asking we, for we the National League winner. overall. We did division winners two seconds. Are you still high? No, I'm. No, <laughs> he's I'm asking, not. He's uh, here. I. I I, I can translate for Nick. Nick is asking us oh, yeah. oh, who he no, we who we like, think but we is going to be the National League winner. You want you want the National League winner, yes. like who I think is coming out of the National yes. League. Yes. Who's gonna? Well, no, I guess we could just save that for during the actual like <laughs> bracket itself. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Who's your NL Cy Young winner? Yeah. Shut up. Um, <laughs> my NL Cy Young winner. Hold on. He's let me probably going to. He's it's all the way at the bottom. The same one I did. NL Cy Young. I. I'm going with Spencer Strider. Yep. Oh, really? Yes, yep. I think that that dude is just different. Yeah, his his mechanics are good. His his repertoire is just nasty. His yep. m- the movement and the command that he has over his pitches and the locations that he can just pinpoint over and over, they're they're incredible. The kid uh, is stud. I think he's going to be in this. I think he's going to be in the league for quite some time. Now. I yep. think you guys. Are I think crazy. so too. Listen, I'm going out on a limb here. Right now, currently, with a .75 ERA, is Marcus Stroman. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's going to win it this year. Okay. I think he's off to such a hot start. <laughs> I think I think in Chicago, the atmosphere is cool. there. He had a phenomenal season with Toronto, and he was kind of in the mix. I, I think, without a doubt, oh, Stroman, oh Stroman's going to be in this mix. And I think he could take this. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's going to be Stroman. You guys can stick with the safe bet and pick Strider, but yeah, we'll see. I, I really do think Stroman is, is going to be great as the year goes on. Right. I, I just – I. What are you watching TikTok <laughs> over there? Yeah, it's something played. Somebody, somebody sent me a Snapchat, and it, like it was in a group chat. So the first one was red, so I clicked on it, and then I went to click to skip it. And then there was somebody sent a TikTok after it. I, I was you. like, mother effort. He could uh, be. Could be. Uh, as we come back into uh, from the break here, I just <laughs> want to point out. You know, a podcast with a break. Hey, what? We got snacks coming. Big boy wants a snacky snack. I know snack. he does. Um, <laughs> I am a big boy. I'm a pop. <laughs> That's because he's got I the got munchies. A, I got the yeah. dad bod, baby. Yeah. Come on. All right. So as we come back from the break here, I want to point out, this is one of the key Key uh, at bats by Nick. Ke- is it Nick no, Cassianos? No, no, no. Who's up to bat? Uh, no, no, Bryson. It's, it's stop. Oh, stop. No, Three two I count. Pointing, I was pointing out. This is the and the pitch. The ability for the Phillies is being able to load the bases late mid game mm-hmm. and be able to consistently have at bats where they're not making huge outrageous plays out into center or right field. Right, they're making small plays to get singles. To move the board. Singles and doubles. Singles and doubles to get them continue to pushing through. This crowd looks right? like it wants to erupt. Yeah, they're ready. They're ready for Hit something. It. They're ready for oh, something. Oh, I thought Stout, that was Stout's it. Stout's going to ru- try to go walk for it. Yeah. He's gonna Bryce and Stout. That's going to be has it. He, has he made it on base? Did you see if he was like uh, what, what he was so far today? I, I, I he's made he it on has base like a, He has like a current record for like most 
on bases? Like consecutive I think that broke games last for on base, or did it break last yeah, night? It was a hit streak. Or it was, hit streak? It was yeah. Philly's history, 17 straight games to start a season with a hit. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Ain't it? I think it broke last oh, night. Oh, and though. also the Rays, the Rays streak ended. Yo, the since listen, last episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna burst that bubble when we get to the AL East. Um, so the only thing we had left in the NL would be the uh, MVP yeah. for the NL. So I said this earlier to Nick before we started recording. I think Pete Alonso wins it this year. Um, oh yes, I told you I wasn't going to tell you who. Yeah, it was you weren't going to tell me. I think Pete Alonso wins it. I think Pete Alonso is coming into his own. Nine home runs early. Uh, I I really really enjoy what he's putting on the field. <laughs> I think so too. But but okay, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those things. The MLB uh-huh. hates the Mets. The MLB hates the Mets. Now, okay. the Mets hates the Mets. Well, so yes, LOL Mets, Mets. But who we got? But also, shout out to uh, Frank Fleming. If you okay. Know, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> okay. I hate him. I have him. I have, okay. him, I have him blocked on Twitter because I just can't stand him. He just gets. He's so annoying. Oh, okay. The bit is so old. The guy he, from Barstool. Yes, the big. The yeah, oh. the big guy. Um, oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 and he's always oh, like, the Braves never lose. I, yes, I can't, yes, I can't yes. do it anymore. He's a, he's a big Devils fan too, by the yes, way. Yes, he is, which is <laughs> so funny. Which is hilarious because Nick and I are big Rangers fans, <laughs> yes. so we're loving Let's that. Let's go Rangers, baby! But um, so but no, so um, but yeah, so no. I just think it's going to be one of those things where Pete, just because the Mets, I think, aren't going to win the division, I okay. think they're not going to give it to Pete, and just based on on pace where we're at right now, I think yep. they're going to give it to Ronald Acuna if he keeps up the pace. I think Ronald Acuna okay. Jr. Uh, you know, I, I can see it, though. He like, could, just not... because he plays good defense, he's got he an arm, he's got speed. He's a five-tool player. He hits for How contact. How many stolen bases does he have this year already? Yeah, I mean, it's... I I, I think it's Hold close on. to double can, digits, if I not. I can tell you. Hold on. I Listen, I, that is something that Acuna... I mean, it, he's more of an overall all-around player than I think Alonzo is, but I do like what Alonzo is putting on the field this year, and I think he turns kind of into the Aaron Judge of this year. And so far Not in 2023, he's batting 367. Jesus Christ. With three homers, 29 hits. Let's see. Uh, homers, stolen base. He's got five doubles already. Jesus. He's got 11 RBIs already. He's got eight stolen bases on the eight. season okay. already. It was, close, it was close to 10. Yeah, so Jesus I mean, Christ. That, he's he's doing what what he was doing before he had that horrible injury yes. against against the Mets, yes, I'm pretty yes. sure. What? No, was it against the, it was against the Marlins, I think, because I remember they had, you know, the Marlins had those, those ugly ass like SpongeBob or like Cinnamon Toast Crunch characters on the wall. You remember that? No. No. They uh, had at one point the Marlins, I'm pretty sure it was the Marlins. The Marlins had cinnamon like the Cinnamon Toast Crunch um like the squares okay. on on their outfield wall and right field. <laughs> like I don't I don't remember this I don't at all. Hold on. That. I got to find it. All right. Well, while you're finding that, I have I have uh I have a split that I need help on this one. This is this is where the only difficulty I had for the NL MVP. Okay. Right. So obviously I'm gonna be a little bit of a home guy for the Phillies. Right. So I'm gonna say Trey Turner, even though he hasn't really put up the numbers yet. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. fine. 
and then for MVP, yeah. For MVP. Okay, for MVP. I uh, mean, it's Trey Turner. Yeah. And he's then arguably best shortstop in baseball, so you can't really. Uh, and then I'm going to say okay, there Juan it is. Soto. <laughs> Found it. You're out of your mind if Juan's, if you think Juan Soto is winning this year with the way he started. I, I think I think he's got a shot. I think he's oh, got a shot. I remember this. Okay. That's, that's like what? That you have like the top three. Oh, my God. I told you. It's I the Cinnamon to Toast the, Crunch yeah. thing, and that's the because play where he got injured. It was against the Marlins in yeah. Miami. Yeah, because I, I see it being the top three, which you already picked out uh, Cunha Jr., right? Yeah. And then Acuna, I see Trey, tu- Trey Turner. Okay, and Juan I, Soto. I think we're being l- we're being homies here. I think just a little. Um, yeah, I Jeff, I think you're absolutely out of your mind if you think Juan Soto's going to win the MVP <laughs> the way nah. he started. Je- Je- listen, Jeff, he Jeff was is bound reaching. to regress eventually. Oh but, yeah, one hundred percent. But this much so fast, I didn't expect. But it's no. still yeah, we'll so see. early. You hope that he. You hope he gets himself you, back together, especially this being his last year on that contract, so that he's going into. Well, that's why I think that he free agency. To flip it. So. We'll pivot now to the AL. Yep. Um, and we will do our AL standings. So yep. let's start with the AL East. Yep. Uh, Nick, if you want to begin again, you can. If not, I will start. No, yeah. Um, fifth place, Red Sox. For yeah. AL East. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. yep. AL East, fifth place in the Red I Sox. I agree with that. Well, you know what? Let's make this a little easier. Mm-hmm. Go go through your list, and then we'll see where Jeff and I change. So I agree okay. with you, Boston so, bottom of the barrel. Yep, I'm Boston going. Bottom. I'm going from worst to best in the end. Deal. Okay. All right, Boston. We all agree, Boston. Boston, Boston right at bottom. Boston bottom. Okay, I good. got uh, Orioles at four. Oh, Orioles at four. But I think it's going to be very close with the Rays at three. Okay. I think yeah. the Rays and the Orioles are going to be flip flopping a lot. This uh, you year. know what? I'm with you on this, but I, I'm with, with how the this. Rays started. That's why, like, that's why I was kind of. It, that's why I'm debating it, and that's why I think they're going to be flip flopping. Because, like I said last week or the last episode, the Rays are that magical unicorn of a franchise that turn no they're, names. They're the money into ball something. of yes, the current. Yeah, and they they really just do things well that help them win games in those weird ways. So, um, for me at least, I have the Orioles four, but I think they're going. They are so close. To being there, I think Gunnar Henderson just needs a little bit more time. Yes, um, you know, I've Adley Rutschman is awesome, awesome. I mean, <laughs> for lack of better phrasing, no, for real, it's Adley Rutschman looks so good. It's such, it's such a young age, yes. so soon. Do you into know his career? Uh, it was like, was it him? He's the, already. I would say he's already top five catcher in the in in MLB yeah. based on his defense and based on how he actually gets on base and hits the ball. Was it him the other night who hit a walk-off homer and they asked him like, "You ever hit a walk-off homer in your career?" and he's like, "No, no, this is my first. <laughs> yeah. Was that Adler? I I believe it was I believe it was him. Um he it, it hit a home run, a walk-off home run, and they were like, "You've never hit a walk-off home run in your life?" He's like, "No, never in little league, never in uh, college, never in high school. Yeah, it was April. It was April thirteenth. April thirteenth against yeah. the A's. Yeah, he hit a walk off him, and they were like, "This is your first ever." And he's like, "Yeah, this is it." So, dude, dude is. And that ball is right center field. It was awesome. Adley Rutschman sends us home with a walk off homer. I'm getting chills just listening to that, dude. He's so good. Like and the way he calls the game well, he does. And like, 
Yeah, I, I will. Mean, I will say. I will say this though, and and I agree with you that I think Baltimore. Um, I think Baltimore is a little young. Um, you know, kind of like, kind of like the Diamondbacks. Um, I think they're better than the Diamondbacks, however, but they are a little young. But I love Baltimore baseball. I, I when the Orioles are good, baseball is fun. Like Baltimore is a lively place to be. Just like the Cubs. Just like the Cubs. The Baltimore is a fun place to be when the Orioles are good and the Orioles are hot. So. I would like to see the Orioles find the three spot, but I agree with you 100%. I think they fall to the four spot. Um, I also agree with you that Tampa will be above them due to the fact that Tampa Bay got off to a crazy start. Crazy, unrealistic There's start. two big things, though, with that crazy start that I think people are kind of overlooking. Number one, the first three series they played, they played the A's. Horrible they played teams. the White Sox. <laughs> And I believe the other team was <laughs> Kansas City. Yeah, I, I think it was Kansas City, the Tigers, and oh, the Tigers. The A's. The, yeah, they they played awful, awful, awful teams, teams to start the season. Awful. Then they go and play Toronto first game, blown out. Yep. Now they did obviously put the hurt on them in the second game, but my point being is when the competition stiffed up a little bit, they did fold a little yeah. easier. So I don't know if Tampa's hot start was because the teams were so bad, or. They are that good. They're one of those teams where I'm just gonna put them in the in the three uh, in the three spot because I don't really know if they're good enough to win this division. And I'm just gonna you're right in the middle, guys. Just stay yeah. there until I yep. get a little yep. more information. Uh, go, uh, I don't know if Jeff has Jeff's Jeff. eating. Yeah, He's no, no. Got <laughs> I, I, I had to grab I had to grab some food. Jeff's got um, grub now. So, so so for as far as number three, I I, I got the Rays sitting cool. there at number three. All right. And what do you have for two, Nick? Number two, what do you got? Number two, and it's it's not even it's not going to be close between two and one, in my opinion. Okay. Um, like I'm talking, I'm talking ten games, t- at least ten game difference between one and two. But I'm going Blue Jays at two, Yankees one. Um, See, the I'm Yankees just top to bottom are a good team, man. I mean, pitching, oh, their lineup's awesome. Yeah, pitching their their pitching is right. Um, you know, their bullpen is good. And that kid at shortstop Volpe. in the pinstripes, Volpe yep. is I mean Now that's fucking Italian. Dude, <laughs> I, you wanna talk about you Him talk and about, Rizzo, baby. Dude, you wanna talk about a crazy story. That kid grew yep. up in uh the upper east side, was a Yankees fan his whole life. Yep. Dude gets drafted, plays for looks awesome. And I mean yeah, the Yankees. The Yankees look like the team that'll run away with this division. I'd like to see Toronto, Toronto make it at right. least somewhat interesting. I and think, think Toronto's got a lineup. Yeah, and Stroman. And when we get to the when we get to the AL predictions, uh, something think, interesting there I, for I, something that has to do with the AL see, East that you might find a little intriguing. So, oh? are you in agreement with me? Are you are you are you for New York at number two? No, I've got the Yankees winning the division. See, I got Yankees sitting at number two. You you think you think, think Toronto makes I think that Toronto jump? Toronto makes that jump. As Toronto is currently beating the Yankees in the sixth. Not not that, that April necessarily matters too much anymore, thanks to the wild right. cards, but the Yankees. I, think, I, think, I, think I still Toronto think as much as I dislike the Yankees. Now, let me get this. I dislike how Yankees fans are still on the 27 World Series. They haven't yeah. been good in a while. Like, it's been it's been a while. 
And most of those World Series came when plumbers were playing baseball. That's that's my philosophy. There. Yeah, I mean, now granted, you have the time with Joe DiMaggio. You know, he um, he won a lot of World Series, obviously Joe DiMaggio. Um, but nonetheless, I'm a Mets fan. Yeah, you're not just not in our league or our division. Obviously. You and I are just a tad salty at the fact that the Mets can't win anything. Yep, and the exactly. Yankees win everything, and that's every Mets fan. And if they say it's not, that's false. I I agree with you. I I think, I think Yankees fans are a little too hard on the. It's the same thing with like Cowboys fans. We're like, oh, we were the team of the '90s. It's like that's yeah. great. It's been 15 years. Like the Yankees, it's been it's been more than 10. So you know you. You kind of have to move on and look now. However, speaking of, and Jeff, yep. we'll get to you why you think Toronto will be the That's division the winner. Yep. But I did see the other day, speaking of the Yankees, so uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, um, from the 2017 Astros, what is it, Galvis? Was on uh, Gal- uh, Freddie Galvis, is that who it was? Um, was on Twitter the other day. Right, and people were asking him all kinds of questions uh, about the 2017 World Series. Oh boy! Uh, no, it wasn't Freddie Galvis. Why am I thinking Freddie Galvis? Um, God, what was his name? He was the catcher. He he, he was um was the former high school teacher who then became and played for them. Hold on, I'm gonna have to look. Evan Gaddis. Gaddis. I don't know why I was thinking Freddie Galvis. Yes, Evan Gaddis. Thank you. Um, so. He was on Twitter the other day, and people were asking him all kinds of questions about the 2017 playoffs, and he chose violence. He woke up did and chose violence. Did you see the thing with Anthony Bass and his wife on the plane with the popcorn? I did, but we'll get to that in a second. But he, people were asking him, they're like, did you know what Sabathia was going to throw? He goes, oh, I knew exactly what was coming. That's why I rocked it. And people were like, <laughs> people were like what? And he's like, he's like, yeah, we knew every pitch that was coming. We were stealing signs. Like, we cheated our way to that. Like, straight on Twitter, like, no remorse. Did not care at all. Of course not. He's retired. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, but nonetheless, as Jeff runs inside, um, we'll get his take on why he thinks Toronto wins the division, which uh, you and I are both going to agree, Nick. I, he is stretching tonight. He's taking some leaps and jumps. Hey, listen, man. This is like some hot take stuff. Yeah, yeah. If I was a betting man, I would stay far, far away from Jeff. Because he is making some as bold me, predictions. As myself and Harsher destroying his crab fries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are just alternating picking. <laughs> He's yeah. going to listen back to this and absolutely hate us. Yeah, yeah. Did Jeff, hold on, I'll take a crab fry. Did Jeff, uh, great success. Thank you, Harsh. Did, uh, uh um, I guess. We can get into that popcorn scenario while we're waiting for Jeff to whatever he's doing. Um, I did see that. What are your thoughts on the popcorn incident? Well, first of all, okay, two things with a plane that actually happened this week. <laughs> first of all, the one with the crowd, I don't know if everybody saw it. The barstool was, like, saying stuff about it, so I saw it on Twitter. Nothing to do with sports. It was just some guy who, like, was on, like, a Southwest Airlines flight or something like that. Mm-hmm. And a baby was crying. And this dude was like, somebody shut that baby up. Like, he was, <laughs> no, I did not see this. Pissed. Like, brother, man, it's a baby. Like, he was like, you better take that mouth shut. Like, he was some outlandish stuff. 
Golly. Now, I get if you got to bring a baby on the plane with you. Like, if it's, like, absolute emergency and you got to bring a baby on the plane, I get that. But at the same time, you don't have to you don't have to be like that with a baby that's crying on the plane. It's a baby. Yeah, the mom's already probably flustered to hell. You know, the whole plane. Going through the airport with a baby. Yeah. But anyway. No, I did not see that, but that's, the popcorn that's thing, wild. Though. I did see the with popcorn Anthony thing. Anthony Bass, former Astros pitcher Anthony Bass. Um. Apparently, his, his wife, 22-week pregnant wife, yes, was traveling with their two children. With by the their way. two children, who were I think five and two or five and three or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um. And the so, three-year-old spilled popcorn, yes, right? Which was provided to the children by the flight, right? By the airline. Yeah. And then Welcome when back, the Jeff. kids spilled the popcorn, which, listen, kids are a mess. I I am a 24-year-old man. When I go to AMC, like if I go to the movie theater and I have popcorn, I spill popcorn. Popcorn, because of the way it is shaped, it does not sit in a, like, a still pile. It will fall and not sit steady. So, like... I I think making a pregnant woman bend over and giving her a trash bag and saying clean it up, I think that's a little harsh. Oh, 100%. And the Twitter warriors came out, and they were like, you got to control your kids better. It's like, try being pregnant with two kids under the age of five and dealing with that. Get over yourself. You you, There's no way you'd be like, "I, I would take care of my kid. It's like, Come on, guys. Like, if you're you're telling me if your kid was given popcorn on a flight and made a mess and you were pregnant and they told you to get on your hands and knees and clean it up and threw, gave, like, a trash bag and threw it in your chest, that you wouldn't be pissed. Oh, I, I wouldn't do it. I'd be so beside exactly. myself. I'd Nonetheless, be angry as well. Jeff, we're going to skip over why you think Toronto is going to win the division because <laughs> we've been uh, on this for a minute. All right, no worries. So we're going to move on to the AL West. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Yankees do suck. I mean, they don't, but, like, they do. Uh, So let's all just start with the agreeance that the Oakland Athletics, (laughs) bottom of the barrel, probably the worst team in the league. See, I thought we were going to start at the top and agree all together that the uh, Houston Astros are going to be winning the (laughs) AL West. I can't say that for a fact because – I really do like this lineup and this rotation that Texas is putting out. Now, I don't think in a long, drawn-out season that Texas holds on to this lead. However, <laughs> no. Houston Houston is a little banged up currently, so I do think they're going to get better. And the yeah. Angels are finally competitive. Like, I mean, the Angels kind of fizzle out as the year goes through. And Seattle. Seattle was a playoff team last year, but I really would like to see Texas – stay on this track and at least make a run for the division. I don't know if they hold up, but I'd like to say Texas is going to take this division. The Rangers. Yep. Yes. I like the lineup. I got that. Uh, not the lineup. Excuse me. I like the rotation. So we're all in agreement that the A's are coming in fifth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who do I you got, have? I got the four. Rangers in fourth. Uh, I still got the Rangers Same. in fourth. Why? I just I don't believe in them. You don't? I okay, don't. so you don't like DeGrom. You don't like. Uh, I like DeGrom. 
You don't like Evaldi uh, in there? Evaldi doesn't really... Doesn't do it for you anymore? Doesn't tickle me. DeGrom still tickles no. me when he's healthy. DeGrom's great. You're right, though. That's fair. DeGrom's never healthy. Um, right. As, you know, Mets fans, you know, we know that. Yeah, that's, um, that's true. When he's on, arguably best pitcher in baseball. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I, they're my Cinderella story, I think. You, you're probably right. I, I do think Houston probably pulls yeah, this one I go, I go Rangers four. I don't know, Jeff, if you agree with that. I got Rangers at four, and then I think we're probably going to. And then I go Angels at three. I think I got Mariners at three. See, I go I go Angels at three. I think the Angels still don't have the pitching that they need to get it done. I think this I is the Mariners that. do. Um, the Mariners also have the lineup. They definitely they have, have a lineup. They have a lineup, yep. and the, the Angels also have a lineup, but I think where they lack is the pitching versus the, the Mariners. So I think the Mariners pull that off, um, get second place, Yep. and then I, I got Astros at Yeah, I, I, I mean, think the, the Astros, Astros are just is, good, yeah. man. Yeah. I, yeah, a little banged up early in the season. Exactly, it started they have bad, a lot of time. A lot yeah. of time, but the Astros always end up – I mean, Jordan Alvarez is out of this world. Right. I mean, dude is – it just mashes the ball. I mean, Alvarez is know. absurd with yeah. the way he just destroys. Baseball. And they got and they got him for like absolutely nothing too. Right. Yes. When they got him, so. Um, but yeah, that's that's my uh, my AL West there. Nice. I I, I yeah I I'm gonna agree with it. I'd I'd like to see Texas, you know, be the Cinderella team. I think they can be, but you know, to your point, Houston's I don't gonna. know. Houston, Houston's coming, right? Houston, we're uh, Houston. We've got a problem, and it's everybody in this division, and we're gonna be it, right? So, right, we'll see. I, I again, like I said, I'd like to see Texas find find a way to keep this going, but it's a long season. I do think Houston pulls it out, and I think the Mariners come in second due to the fact that, like you said, Nick, they do have the rotation, but also they have sure. the experience. They were there last year. They made a push at the end. You know, they got into the wild card game um, and went into the playoffs. So I, I really do like Seattle over the Angels. Plus, I don't know if Mike Trout's a curse, but that man cannot seem to play important baseball ever. I know. So, granted, he did for the World Baseball Classic, but that's not yeah. for the city of well, Los Angeles. So, but I think that that's a good. Good uh, precursor to this season. I think I think he will play good baseball when it's important towards the postseason. Well, I, I think I, he's going to be coming in, bringing in the Angels for the number two spot. I think if the Angels don't play well, though, I think Otani's out. Right, and I, I, I think why it, they have I, to. <laughs> I think at the trade deadline, Otani's going to be a piece that if the Angels are not playing well, he's going to get shipped. And if that's the case, then the Angels, it's a, it's over. Oh, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. yeah it, and that's. Yeah, if they're if they're not competitive, if they're not competitive by trade deadline, I don't see Otani staying. No, I, wh- whether he gets traded or not, I don't think he stays if they're not competitive this year. Right. Yeah. Well, no. If if he, well, that's the thing is, I think if he. <laughs> as as Nick is sitting here trying to Nick's take still on TikTok. Uh, oh. He's trying to take um, some I was trying to I was trying to take a Snapchat of the podcast for like social media or something like that. Oh, oh, oh. Um, but listen, we'll figure it all out by episode like ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but my thing is, I <laughs> I think that if by mid season, if the Angels are no longer competitive, they, right now they're kind of competitive. 
if by midseason, right around trade deadline, so in July. Right. I think if they are not competitive, I think they deal Otani. I yep. really do. Um, I th- I think we deal Otani, or they deal Otani to try and get some picks back because right. Otani's going to get paid $500 million. 600. $600 million. Dollars. Yeah, man's going to make a lot let's, of money. Let's just say the bidding is going to start at $500 yes. million dollars, um, and only go up from there. The yep. Angels are not going to want to pay that, especially because they already have Mike Trout's contract for four hundred million. Which is right? Also absurd. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, <coughs> if Mike Trout was healthy his whole career. I think he could go down as greatest baseball player of all time. But uh, I think I think he still will. <laughs> now he's already how old? Thirty two, thirty one. I I still think he will. Yeah, I think he's... Because he's been up since, like, 2012. I I agree with Jeff that I think he's the Jordan of baseball in the sense that even though Michael Jordan's numbers really aren't the best of all time in any category, he just is. Mm -hmm. I I think the thing, though... I think he's probably the greatest athlete to ever play baseball. I I really think the thing with Trout is is he's got to get the World Series first. If he never gets the World Series, I think the greatest of all time is out the window. But if he does win one, maybe two... I think the greatest of all time is definitely within the realm of conversation. You know, you know, I feel like it partially at a disservice for relating this to him. But um there's a specific NFL quarterback that I think of Derek Carr. No. Marcus Mariota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mariota. Wait, wait, no, we, no, no, not Mariota. The Eagles finally no, got their no, guy, yeah, Mariota. Um, wait, wait. Are you talking about Mike Trout comparing to an NFL quarterback? quarterback who was was a great NFL quarterback but never Dan won. Marino. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I, I think that they, it's arguably top maybe. three. Yeah, arguably one of the best, right? So I think that, that it's really one of those things that I'd hate to see that be the case, though. Right, like I really would love to see Trout be able to play some great baseball in the postseason. Come home to Philly, baby. Wow, uh, maybe maybe if we we see a uh, maybe we see a uh, Angels uh, Phillies, you know, post post uh, World Series. But I I think that's not in the cards anytime soon. Um, especially with uh, with with the Astros being where they're at. But I definitely think I would love to see him, and I think that that's one of those things that we got to talk about as the season progresses. So, last division, which AL Central. which is the most useless division in baseball. Yep. I hate this division, yeah. not because I hate the teams, but because they're just bad. And it seems yes. like it's consistent every year that these teams just are fighting for that one right. playoff spot. Um so I'm just going to come out and say I think this is the Twins division to lose. I think the Twins have this division, and yep. I, I don't really care who comes out of this division because I don't know if they make a run at all. Detroit, Chicago, and Kansas City are all the bottom of the league for me, and Cleveland and Minnesota are your two teams fighting for this spot, but I don't know if either one of those teams really make a push in the playoffs. You. you Whoever comes out of this division, I think, is going to have to play in the the wild card round anyway. Right. So, yeah, I don't know if if Minnesota or Cleveland win this division, you're going to have to go up against a wild card team. Let's say Seattle, or let's say Toronto. Yeah, that's. I, and, I don't and that's know. That's what I'm going no. for too. Is that 
So my thing is, I got Tigers dead last. Okay. The Tigers are <laughs> not doing uh, anything. B- below Kansas City? Yes. No way. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're tripping. I, I think Kansas City is worse. I think Kansas City is sitting no. at number five. Brady no. Singer. Brady Singer. Vinny Pasquantino. Bobby Witt Jr. I mean, Salvador Perez is still on this team. I, like oh. Perez. Witt Merrifield. Or no, is Witt Merrifield. No, is he still in Kansas City? I have not watched enough Kansas City baseball here to let you know. <laughs> As Nick very quietly tries to go and ask good old Google for the answer. I have not watched enough Kansas City baseball. Um, I'm going to so be honest with you. I I don't I don't know. Kansas City baseball doesn't do it for me anymore. So you're but you're saying you're saying either who you're picking for them. Uh, there's no shot Detroit. There's so no, I, I think no. I think it's Minnesota or Cleveland. Those are gonna be those are gonna be your two fighting for the division win, but I I think it's Whit gonna Merrifield be a five hundred at Blue best. Jays now. He's on the Blue Jays. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a five hundred at best league yeah. or division. I, I'm gonna say the Twins, where you know you're fighting for you know seventy Cleveland. wins. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking, taking Cleveland twins. to win it. You're taking Cleveland to win it. I think Byron Buxton will get hurt again. <laughs> no, and that's not me and wishing no, it no. on him. Okay. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Like the dude, like is an absolute. Phenom when yeah. he's on the field. Can't stay healthy. But uh, like others, he cannot stay healthy. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like the, you're right that it should be the Twins division to lose, but I think they'll lose it to the Guardians. Um, I think the Guardians-Mets trade for Francisco Lindor was one of the most oh. even trades in history. Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, seriously, Ahmed Rosario... And Andres Jimenez going over for Francisco Lindor, Cookie Carrasco. Yep. Andres Jimenez has been doing fantastic for them. Yes. Which fa- <laughs> Andres Jimenez has the same birthday as me. To the month, day, and year. Okay. How does that make you feel? He's Horrible. making millions of dollars playing baseball. Yeah, right. <laughs> Horrible. He's sitting here and talking was, about him eating chips. Yes. And that's <laughs> now, let me get to that because during COVID. Mm-hmm. When we're sitting in the house watching fucking baseball at home, yep. doing nothing, I'm sitting at home on my birthday. Mets are on. Fuck right, I'm going to watch the Mets. Turn it on. Gary Cohen comes on for SNY. Good day, afternoon. Welcome to City Field for Mets baseball. Oh, and a happy birthday to Andres Jimenez today. He turns 22 today. And I'm like, God damn, I was playing baseball at- 17 years old, wanted to do this. That could have been me. Look at me sitting at home <laughs> fucking eating chips on the couch, locked in the house during COVID, and here he is. Like that, yeah, that made me like, oh, Jesus Christ. But uh, no, go. I have the Guardians coming out of it. I think the Guardians come out of Fair. the Central. I think the Twins just don't don't get there again. I, yeah, I, again, I, I don't really care about it. As, as awful as to say, I don't really – I don't – know if this division does anything you know what I mean like I don't see anybody in this division fighting for a, a world series or even a postseason run so to me this division is kind of boring honestly yeah not to discredit all the teams and their fans but I just this eh. uh-huh. it happens all right so now uh awards yes for so the so we'll do AL Cy Young uh, Nick, you and I have already talked about who we both thought the Cy Young was going to be. So I'm actually going to change my pick, uh, yes. my my pick, only because we did have the same pick. But 
that's remember when I was saying I had something interesting to talk about when we got to the awards about the AL East? Okay. So, when we were talking about it earlier, mm-hmm. uh, we mentioned that we both said Garrett Cole. Correct. Garrett Cole, he, I think he's finally going to get that elusive Cy Young that he's <laughs> been searching for. Yes. Um, but I think there is somebody that gives him a little bit of a run for his money. And get some get some first place votes too that other people might not expect. I think Kevin Gosman might have a very good really? year for Toronto. I think that's going to be one of the main reasons why they come in second place over the Rays this year. Is I think he has a very very good season, has one of his better seasons to show like, hey, that's why I signed this deal. That's why they brought me here was to win games and be a reason that we I like that pick. So um, I think it's Garrett Cole ultimately. But I think Kevin Gosman would also be a sneaky like if you wanted to throw like fifty Sleeper bucks, yeah, on, like a ten to one, yeah, like, yeah, you like know, you, you know, little there. like you know, Kevin Gosman will win Cy Young, little two thousand one, you know, plus two thousand odds, throw fifty bucks. Yeah, on that, I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. This is not gambling advice. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> uh, listen, my gambling stats all time are bad, so yes. I'm not giving any advice. Um, Jeff, who do you have? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh with the original pick that you made of Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Uh, yeah. So my my original picnic was Garrett Cole. However, I do think um this year could be the year where Shohei Otani that was another gets in there. Yep, and so Shohei Otani always seems to kind of be in the mix for everything. Yeah. And I would love to see him win this award just because it would put another stamp on his record. And force people to pay him six hundred million dollars. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's and that's a thing too. Is especially now that he's pitching more consistently, and yes. then yep. and his ERA so far, I think is like point eight five. Yeah, yeah, no, it's nasty. Dude's absurd. So, and he's throwing one hundred and one mile an hour with a ninety four mile an hour slider yes. and a sinker that's nasty. Like the dude's disgusting. And I think it makes the Angels uh, put between a rock and a hard place because now if you're not competitive, you have to trade him. But how do you yeah. trade a potential Cy Young winner? It mid-season, by picks. the way. First round picks. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I see. I, I'm with you on Shohan, but not for the Cy Young. You think he wins the AL I, MVP? I think he wins the AL MVP this Good, year. Good, because so I do mean, I. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think this year he gets both awards. I, uh, do, I, I don't. Do. I don't give him for it. No I, wait. I think, so hear me out. I've always had. I've always had a weird thing about the MVP, right? The MVP is the most valuable player to their team, right? Yes, and correct. I think a lot right. of times the MVP gets just kind of tossed around. To I think he's going to get overlooked because I don't think the Angels are going to be. Yeah, but I think he's the, the most the valuable to their. Oh, team. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I and, think so too. I but think I think because be of the way they judge the it, it's going to be stupid. Oh, no, I agree with you. Listen, th- let me put it this way: during the Super Bowl, and I know this is not a Super Bowl, but during the Super Bowl, I thought Jalen Hurts should have won the MVP. Why? He oh, was yeah. the most valuable player to his team. Not that not that Patrick Mahomes didn't play well, but I don't know if he was the most valuable player to his team, right? Jalen Hurts, without a doubt. Shohei Otani, I think without a doubt, is the right. most valuable player to the Angels. Without him, I think the team is between a rock and a hard place because you take out a really big bat and you take out a really good rotational starter. That you, how do you not win an MVP on that alone, right? Right. You have now. Granted, some people can win it. Like uh, obviously, if you can win it on your bat and your defense, right? Right. And he's a two-way player that has never been seen since 
Babe Ruth. I, dude's got to win both this year. Right. I hope I, for it anyway. I, uh, we're I actually <laughs> so you two are on the same page for AL MVP. Yes. Right. I am not. Who you got? You're an Aaron Judge guy, aren't you? Nope. Oh. Mike Trout. Nope. We just who, gave the big else? names. Uh, you're going somebody small here. Let me see. Uh, Give me a team. Alvarez. Oh, that Jordan could be a good one. Nope, no. not Jordan. Um, you're gonna go with you were close Laddie, with, aren't you? You were close with Jordan. Really? You think? Uh, uh, who is it? Tucker. Yep. I think really? Kyle Tucker. I like Kyle Tucker right. a lot. Really? I think he's I, gonna I be. He's gonna be a. He's gonna be a thirty home run, thirty double, thirty stolen base guy for him this year. Isn't that awesome? I love stolen bases. Hundred plus, like yeah, yeah hundred plus RBIs. Dude hits for average. He gets on base. And the Astros are good. And that's yep. what I think the difference is, is that they're going to look for MVP. They're going to look at the team that is in a better position or in the playoffs because that MVP player pushed them and got them to the playoffs, no. which is what I hate about the MVP y- voting. Yes. I hate that they do it because that's not how it should work. No. Shohei Otani should have won MVP the last three goddamn years. Yes. <laughs> so, let, me, but, let me put it to you this wait, way. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. I was just going to say, well, you bring that up, right, as far as the big push to bring them into the uh, to uh, postseason, right, and put them in a better position. I think Shohei is going to do that this season. I think that matches up with what I'm expecting for as far as postseason lineups and how the division will end. I think he's going to make their big push to get them through. Baseball is such a hard sport, though, to pick an MVP because realistically, one bat in a lineup like does change things. But, I mean, there are nine guys hitting. Like It's not a sport where one player changes the dynamic of the game right. that much. There, don't get me wrong. Mike Trout, not in the lineup. Aaron Judge, not in the lineup. Garrett Cole not in the rotation. Max Scherzer not in the rotation makes a difference, but right. that the pitchers are one start every five days, right? Like right. one bat in the lineup isn't the end of the world. However, to Jeff's point, I think Shohei Otani deserves to win it this year because he is going to be the most valuable player to a team. Now, right. Tucker's a great pick. I really like that. I, I really you thought know what he was going to pick Bregman when he started with the when when he started talking about the Astros and no, I was right there. Not I was Bregman. Like, now, the stolen bases are going to be an interesting yeah, stat this year. Yeah, and then also props to Matt Chapman so far this yes. year. He's off to a very yes. good yes, start after being very very, very often on and kind of cold the last few years. Yeah, um, but he's off to a very good start. I have him on uh, one of my fantasy teams and he's doing very well for me. I so. am not a fan of fantasy baseball. That's no that's fantasy football. Like I, I set the lineup. You know, you set it once a week, and you're you you're, you're done. Baseball is just every day, and I'm like, I have a five month old. <laughs> I work until eleven o'clock at it's night. Just too hard. Like, dude, I don't want to wake up and wait for all the lineups to get released for the day to yep. see who's playing yep. to set them before the game starts at a million different times during the day based on where they are in the U.S. Like, come on, I got games that are starting at 1 o'clock my time. And, and some then, that are 10 o'clock And then time. 10 o'clock my time, I'm going, I'm at work still at yep. 10 o'clock p.m. Right. Like, and, oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, fantasy baseball is no fun. Fantasy baseball is different. I like to do it, but that's why I do free leagues for fantasy baseball. Oh, okay. Because oh. I don't have the time or energy to put in for paid. Side note, I'm putting this on a podcast, so I remember to do it in the fall time. Uh, and this anybody yep. who listens who wants yeah, to I join, uh, I will <laughs> give out my email it. address, or they can reach out on something for a suicide pool 
for the NFL. Yep. So it's Get a back. one team a week. You pick the team to win. Win, you move on, lose, you're out. You can only pick a team one time throughout the entire season. <laughs> Suicide pool. It's a great, great. Everybody pays twenty bucks, whatever it is, whatever the price is set. That you, you pick crazy. a team a week. If the team wins, you move on, and you can never choose them again. Yep. If the team loses, you're out. That's it. Oh, that's yeah. wild. I don't know about Dude, that. Thirty-two it's, teams. It's, now you can you can buy in a couple times. So you if you let's yeah, say yeah. let's say we set the price at ten bucks and you give me forty bucks each week. You got to pick four teams, but you got. I, Whoever's running the league, probably me, will keep track of all your picks. So that way I, you can, hey, this person can't use this team. That, you know what I mean? But suicide league pool. I think it's better than fantasy baseball. Or, excuse me, fantasy baseball. I think it's better than fantasy football. And, uh, yeah, I, I see you, you got you to gotta get the heck out of here. Oh, no. No, no, no. How long have we been going? We've been going for. Just for curiosity. And we can always cut this little We've part been out. going for an hour and a half. Solid, so, solid, 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 solid. So I, we're, I mean, we've pretty much covered and all that's the topics. It. I we mean, you could say well, rookies of the year. I think I'm, I go um, Brett Beatty in the NL. Okay, just hope, and that's me as a Mets fan, but also because <laughs> that's just because I really, do, I really do like Brett Beatty. I'm glad we never traded him. Um, now Pete Crow Armstrong, who we got rid of for Javier Baez, looks really right. good for the Cubs, which I'm pissed about. Um, and Jared Kelnick. Is looking like he's starting to turn around, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but I give it to uh, I give it to Brett Beatty there, and then I give it to Hunter Brown for the Houston Astros. He looks so good for them. Um, his his stuff on the mound is just absolutely disgusting, and the control he has and the swing and miss that stuff is just it, again is just it's disgusting. And he just he looks like he's been pitching in the MLB for forever out yeah. there, and he's he's a rookie, so. He just looks good. So, uh, I would give the NL to Jordan Walker. Um, I just Fair. like kid's the way stud. he plays. Yeah. The kid's a stud. He's been playing really, really well. Um, he just plays to tough baseball, too, man. Yes, yes. He's just gritty, if you will. Like I just, I like the way he plays the game. He plays it with heart. So, I would give it to Walker um, for the NL. For uh, the AL... Um, I think I have to give it to. I don't know. I I I really didn't take a look too far into the AL. Um, but yeah, come back to me on this one because I'm not really, I'm not really sure who I'd give it to in the AL. Uh, as a rookie of the year, I, it's also yeah. a it's also a, an award that like. Not that I don't care for, but like the way the rookie of the year thing works is you can play in three seasons and still be considered a rookie, which also right. makes me feel weird. But nonetheless, I, I I don't know. I don't have a I don't have an AL rookie of the year. Okay, I didn't really think it through that much. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'll be honest. I was not a just give it to Volpe, baby. I was not <laughs> give it to Volpe. You know That's what? fucking you know Italian. Danny <laughs> fucking burgers. Anthony Volpe. Volpe. Oh, the roll call at Yankees games. I'll Dude. give them that. That's yeah, one of the coolest I'll things tell in you, baseball, man. I'll tell you, the first the first game they played, I, I yeah. watched because my dad's a big Yankees fan. First yeah. game, they called his name. Dude kisses the logo and puts the thumbs up or whatever. And I'm he like, knows what's up. Yeah. I'm like, that kid That kid is going to be a Yankee for life. For the Mets. Yeah. And now for the Mets, too, by the way. What? I just want to let's, – let's talk about something here. 
As we're as we're as we're about to, as we're about to close this as out. We're, yeah, as we're wrapping up. Just here. because now me and obviously me and Matt are Matt's fans. Right. Um Jeff is a Phillies fan. Now Jeff, you might you might also Harsh is a cricket get fan. the answer to this as well. <laughs> so <laughs> the last Jeff's lost it. For those who don't know, the reason that's funny is because Harsh is of Indian descent. So yes. cricket is very big yes. in India. So that's you know, and you know what's funny. wild? The biggest Harsh doesn't like cricket at all. You want yeah. you want a huge like ratio check in your head? The like the number one cricket player in the world, in terms of like followers on Instagram, he he beats the shit out of like LeBron James. Oh yeah, dude, cricket. Cristiano Ronaldo, oh, yeah. like it's it's absurd. Cricket but is anyway, huge. But there's Pakistan also like two billion. There's also like two billion people in India. So. Th- yeah, that's yeah. But, also true. Um, it was not the last time. But point. the last captain of the Mets right was. David Wright? Yes, correct. Yeah. Now, obviously, we have a lot of players on our team that are centerpieces of our organization. Are you right? Oh boy. I know where Out of everybody this. on that team right now. Okay. Who is who is your guy? If you could give it to one person on that team right now as the next captain, who would you give it to? Okay. Hear me out on this one. David Wright, phenomenal player. Yes. But we was might, not like the stud stud of like you know the MLB. No, but was it, a homegrown great kid. Yes, but then also he was derailed by injury. I think correct, it, if correct. he didn't have right. all those injury problems, I think he would have been a Hall of Famer. I I could agree with that. But he was. Uh, we'll never know you because may, of the spinal you, stenosis. Thing. You may think this this is a weird. I don't answer, know. We might we might be on the I, same page. I think I would give it to Nimmo. Yes, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> bro, Brandon Nimmo. I. I got a picture. So last year at spring training, just and a homegrown good kid, yep. and I yeah. hope I hope we can get like a clip of this, and I'll share it on social media. I'll post it on TikTok. Brandon Nimmo, I met you last year at a spring training game at Clover Park in Port St. Lucie. You stopped. since <laughs> <leaving laughs> you stopped. You stopped leaving the game after we won. I think we were. I forget. We played the Houston Astros. So okay. that was. That was a fun time. Right. I sat right next to the dugout. You were interacting with people the whole game. You were saying, what's up? After the game, you left, and you pulled your car over outside the stadium and signed for people and took pictures with people oh, that for nice. at least at least 25 minutes, just sitting there talking with people. So, Brandon Nemo, you are a solid dude, and you are I'm, – I'm pretty sure we can say now – and I love, I love Pete – to death, but I'm pretty sure I can say for majority of Mets fans, I would not be upset to see him as captain of the New York I Mets. I agree with you. All right, everybody. I think that's it. Yep. Woo-hoo. I think that's it. All right, so, bye. Baba Booey. <laughs> Good night. Let's go, Mets. Great Check you out success. next week, guys. Great, Great success. success.